0: Welcome to the Act Board Podcast, your go-to post movie podcast. It's a podcast about movies. My name is Peyton. We got Connor over here. Hey, how you doing? And we got Joe in the corner.
1: What's up, everybody?
0: We are practicing social distancing during this time uh, where we are quarantined. We are doing a long-distance podcast, so I'm going to say it right now. I'm sorry if it sounds a little jank, but we got to do what we got to do. We do have to do. This is officially the start of season two. Wow. Of the Act 4 podcast.
2: Season 2 already. Look at us. Already.
0: Not me. Yeah, Yeah, it's Season 2. We're calling it the Summer of Star Wars, because this summer, we're going to talk about nothing but Star Wars. Uh, We're going through all 11 of the Star Wars movies. We're going through the whole Skywalker uh, saga, and we're going to break down each movie, starting with Star Wars A New Hope and ending with Solo we're going to go just straight through them and it'll be Great. it'll be a good time. I'm excited. This episode this episode we're not talking about any specific movie. We're talking about all of them. We're going to kind of rank them, talk about where each other put the movies and just kind of talk about Star Wars in general just to kind of kick off the summer. And then at the end, after we've gone through all of them, we're going to sit back down and we're going to reevaluate our rankings and see if any movies changed after watching straight through all of them. So, it'll be it'll be a good time. Uh, should be a pretty fun summer. Should be some good uh, little arguments, some debate, because uh, I know we all little have arguments. Yeah, because we all have the three of us all have very different views on these movies, we really and do. it'll become it'll become very apparent uh, which movies were biased towards and which ones were not. Right yeah, off the especially,
2: bat, especially this video or this part, this episode.
0: Yeah, I think there'll be a little bit of debate here. For but, sure.
2: Yeah,
1: but this I think, this episode's going to show which people are going to be like super heavy into arguing for certain movies and against certain movies when we start breaking them down individually.
0: Yeah, and I'm coming into this really hoping my opinions change. I would really there are some movies on this list that I really do not like that much and I'm hoping that after watching through all of them I'll like them more. I'm thinking about one one movie in particular that I would like to come out of this liking more.
2: I would have to agree. Uh, the one goal I have for this summer is to get Peyton to change his mind about some of these movies. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, here we and come hey,
0: in. <laughs> I'm trying to get you guys to change your mind about my boy, the Last Jedi. And yes. and we'll see how that happens. You know, when that episode rolls around, we will have watched seven other movies. So yeah, we'll see how Great it goes. Great movies, by
2: the way, all all of them.
0: Yeah, I think we should say that. That's what I was going to say. I think right off the bat, we should say that these are Star Wars movies and we're comparing them to, to the other Star Wars movies. They're such classic films. Um, they're so like culturally significant and impactful in so many different ways, whether you like them or not. I don't think you can deny that. Um, whether or not you think they're good or not, they're still Star Wars and they're still hugely impactful on that side of things. So I think we should acknowledge that they're still they're still a big deal, and they're still all like, I guess, good films, when compared to the fact that they're Star Wars. I don't know how oh, yeah. how you can really phrase that, but uh, it's, it's, I don't know. We'll uh, see.
2: I would say these are all Star Wars movies. So like, I would if this any of these movies were on, I would watch them. Like when we did the Pixar tier list, if Good Dinosaur was on, I would change the channel. But like, if I came in and like solo or like the last jedi was on i would still sit down and watch them see
0: i would watch almost any of these movies except for where i'm putting my bottom my bottom movie that's probably the one that i wouldn't watch if it was on tv and we'll we'll get to that i think we should just start getting into the movies right away yeah we just um, got to get into we'll it we'll have some conversation there we'll see what yeah. happens so we're starting with star wars the first one mm. a new hope uh, as it's referred to now, it is Episode Four because it's Episode Four in the Skywalker Saga. It is. Let's let's talk about Episode Four. It, it kind of started the whole thing off. It we're did, introduced it was... to the to the original, the original trio. You gotta give Luke it the Leia respect.
1: Mom. It's all oh, about yeah. the respect.
2: All about it, bro. What a it's a classic movie. Like, just watching it because we're we're just big chilling. Sitting in quarantine, like, watching mm-hmm. it. I get all, like, nostalgic feelings of, like, the first time I watched it. Like, mm-hmm. whenever the scores come on, I'm like, this is it. This is so good. Uh, and, like, just some quotes that get me just hyped beyond belief. You know, that they're the stupidest things in the world. Like, this movie is just very nostalgic for me. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's a great time, too, watching this movie.
0: Yeah, the, this is the movie that kind of started it all. Without a new hope without star Wars, you have no empire. You have no, the rest of the movies, obviously, but then there's a lot of places like just in pop culture that star Wars has really just done so much. Um, Like you wouldn't have the Phineas and Ferb star Wars crossover episode. That
1: That just wouldn't be a thing. Like that's a
0: really obscure thing,
1: but I'm saying beyond that, there's a lot of other stuff. I mean, but now Mm -hmm. that you bring it up, can we talk (laughs) about, (laughs)
2: <laughs> how good that episode is i've never
1: seen it it's am- so it so is amazing connor connor i'm telling you right now you would absolutely love it it's so
2: good i probably would i mean it's so good. i probably would
0: but just think about all the other areas that star wars like crosses over into just pop culture in general it's just such a big deal star wars is everywhere it's all over merchandise t-shirts it's like it had a ripple effects in Star Wars by, by it being such a big deal. It gave way to all these other sci-fi space movies coming after it. Like
2: yeah. this
0: movie just had huge cultural impact, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think on that, just on that alone, this movie has to be given a pretty good ranking. Oh yeah. But then just, if we're looking at how good the movie is, wh- where'd you guys put it on your tier list? I put it A. You put it a tier so you didn't give A-tier. it oh, i guess we should clarify just like with the pixar episode we have s tier a tier b c d and then f just yep. so listeners at home know so you put it a tier you didn't give it s tier. okay what about you joe
1: i've got it in s
0: s tier okay i have it in s tier as it's well it's the
1: back end of okay. s okay
0: but it's still up there so i want to know uh connor what kept this out of A or out of s tier for you what what pushed it down into a
2: well, what, what pushed it down into A was a big thing was I really, really enjoy the the next two sequels in the original trilogy, Empire and Return of the Jedi. Like, those two, those just hit home with me. I really love Empire. Uh, if mm-hmm. you talk to me, you like, that's something you just know that I do. And then Return of the Jedi it's just so fire, in my opinion, and just everything about it is great. Uh, I think the big thing that, that, that pushed it down was... I'm gonna go with like watching these. I watched these four, five, six, growing up. I mm-hmm. watched them four, five, six, and then I went around and watched the prequels. So like by the time I was already watching five again, like it was kind of back to back. But like I kind of got in inve- bed, like I already knew about these characters instead of getting to know them in episode four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
0: So Joe and I both put it in S here. Why'd you put it in S, Joe? I'm just curious because I know why I did, but what what led you putting it in S versus dropping it down to A like Connor did?
1: I mean, for me, it's just like the classic feel that it has. Like when you watch it, it's just always nice. And then just knowing that this is the movie that established so many of the themes and stuff like that, that like carry through all of these movies, and then... This is the first movie that ever had lightsabers in it. This is the first movie that ever had any of the Star Wars music. This was Mm -hmm. the first movie that had like the opening crawl to it and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So many just iconic things that are just associated with this entire like media property now. And like it just needed to be up there. Yeah.
0: Personally, I can't ever put this movie any lower than S tier because I just, when I sit down and watch this movie, the feeling that it gives me is something that I don't think any other movie can give me. Like I like empire more than I like this movie, which we'll talk about, but I don't get the same feeling that I get when I watch empire that I get when I watch star Wars. It's just something about it is different than other movies that you see. And I think that's got to do with like kind of, it's almost almost sort of an indie film this one, because it had No one that believed in it except for the director and the actors like the film studios tried to cut this movie off so many times. Like if you've ever seen the documentaries on this, it's like super cool that they didn't have faith in the movie because it was running up the budget. And it was just like it didn't look like it was ever going to get done. And this movie, it feels like an indie project, a small movie. It feels like. George Lucas's passion project, which is what it is. So this movie feels different than all the other star Wars movies, which were made to be blockbusters. That for me is the difference between this movie and every other star Wars movie is that this movie feels like a movie that the director is like so invested in, you know, and he has just so much drive and passion for this movie. And then the rest of them were made to make more money. You know, empire, when it came out, the hype for empire was unreal. Because it had come off the back of Star Wars, you know? But this movie, A New Hope Star Wars, like, it came out, no one knew anything about it. And then when people watched it and saw it was good, that's when the hype came. So this had nothing, like, it wasn't going against anything, you know? It was just kind of like, "Here's, here's Star Wars, is what George Lucas said. And it was like his passion project. So I think you can feel the passion in this movie. And it just, it feels different, I think, from any other movie to me in this franchise for that reason. And so that's kind of why I, I don't think I can put it any lower than S tier because this movie just feels different. And I there's not really a good way to explain how it feels different. I think you just have to watch the movie and you'll get it, you know? I think a lot of people can think that it's boring because it's old and it is dated. And I, I'll give it that. Um, I'm also pretty upset that the only version of this movie that we can watch is, is the yeah. is the the re- revamped version. Yep, with the really bad CGI stuff in it,
2: you know? I was going to talk about that. I was going to be like I really really hate that. Like the stupid CGI scenes, throughout is so dumb. Some scenes wouldn't be in there, some other scenes would, like just there's a bunch of other stuff going on. Um yeah. yeah the, all the CGI, the CGI would have been thrown out. Um and it, I think it would have just made the movie look better you can and, there, and, and look, there's
0: nowhere that you can access the original film.
2: It, it you, really isn't. You can't you have to legally it. watch it. Yeah. You have to own it. You have to have purchased it when it came out
0: or or a, or a rip off the internet. Yeah. But that's so crazy to me is that we can't legally watch the original Star Wars that came out back in the 70s. Like the one that people mm-hmm. went and saw in theaters, you can't see it anymore. Mm-hmm. Which is upsetting because it's like I've I've seen that because my parents used to own it on VHS. We probably have it somewhere, but it's been so long that I haven't really seen it. And that's, that's kind of a a sad thing that we can't see the original vision for the movie. We can Mm -hmm. see what George Lucas did later when he was CGI crazed and started like just making a lot of CGI stuff, you know?
2: Yeah. Um, You were talking about how it's dated. It, it, I mean, it is, it's an old movie. Uh, And I I think one thing that I kind of just realized when you were talking about that, is I really like lightsaber fights. Like mm-hmm. looking at looking at my light my list, like good lightsaber fights, is what really sells me. Like that's why some of the even the prequel ones I love because it has like five minutes of a good lightsaber fight, and I think this one this one I have a lot of nostalgic values on. I think it would be higher if it just had a pretty good lightsaber fight. But because mm-hmm. because of the time, and they didn't really know what they were doing, and they didn't have a good budget, and they would have broken little lightsabers that they were using as props, mm-hmm. they couldn't do it.
0: I think that's also where we're going to start to defer. I think, is the three of us, I think we all want something different from a Star Wars film. Yeah. So maybe we should talk about that for just a second, too. Is like, Connor, you were saying you want lightsaber fights. You yeah. want... The spaceships. You want like uh, the cool sci-fi stuff, right? I, like,
2: I, I want. I want. I want lightsaber fights. I really just like lightsabers, bro. Okay, like so lightsabers. You, so you
0: just want the lightsabers. <laughs> That's it. Like, you're, you're watching light- Star Wars yeah. for lightsabers.
2: <laughs> I was trying I mean, to give you also, more credit
0: saying you want the sci-fi, but
2: <laughs> I mean, I like I like a lot of the creatures that are come from it. Okay. Uh. So I guess I guess that is sci-fi. So
0: so I guess you like the the world more yeah. like you're like into the, the lore you're into the world building you're into that side of it
2: but i also like a good like i also like a good story with like emotional okay. beats but i'm not like too into that I'm, I'm mainly about like the world and the lore
0: okay what makes a good star wars movie for you joe
2: um
1: i'm very focused on storylines and stuff like that okay which is in like character interaction and every and everything like that and like how character dynamics family dynamics are a lot of things that play into what make these characters so iconic is how they relate with each other a lot a lot of the times mm-hmm. like han solo is a great character but he is elevated by his relationship with chewbacca and vice versa that type of things that happens all throughout this this mm-hmm. series that's one of, like my favorite things about watching it and then like visuals are cool and stuff like that like i that's like one of my favorite things about like the sequels is that like they're visually really really good and i know that's one of the things you like Peyton. but Mm -hmm. that's something that i can like sacrifice for like more well-written movies which Mm -hmm. is which definitely dictates my list a lot
0: okay so so we're looking at it connor you're in it for the world you're in it for the lore kind of like the star warsiness of it. Joe is really in it for the characters and for the story, for the writing, for like the plot. He he's very like what you, is that right? Like you're you like the plot driven side the story it's telling, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay. And then I I definitely pull from both of those. I really like the Star Wars' world. I really like the story, but I'm also my biggest thing is I just I like a well-made movie. That's kind of where I like it on a cinematography side, on a production value side, on what they can accomplish through effects, or how they can hurt a movie through effects. Cough, cough. The prequels. Bro, Um, you an art major or something? I yes, but that's (laughs) not why. It's like for me, that's what I really enjoy about movies. Like there's some movies that are just really fun to watch because they present the movie in a totally cool and unique way. And so that's what I'm really into. And then I also do really like the Star Wars universe. I'm I'm not like super into some of the deep lore that, you know, some people know like like Zecker, like that man's he knows his Star Wars lore. He doesn't know. He knows yeah, his lore. I I love like Star Wars a lot. One,
1: oh my goodness. I love Star Wars a lot, but I am never going to read a Star Wars book. Yeah, he Yeah, you can, miss, knows me how, you can miss me with all the planets
0: and all that stuff. I don't know. Yeah like i, I said I, agree. I said like one of the planets like i said like lothal and he was like it's lothal or something like that it was just like i don't know Bro, stuff like that
1: heard that before
0: <laughs> i know it's okay it's anyways so i'm not that into the story but i really like the story side but i mostly really care about just like is it a good movie and for me a new hope star wars like it's a good movie it's dated but it's amazing for what they had at the time. And I think that's where we have to leave that for now. Um, Cause we need to start getting through these.
1: Yeah. Let's look yeah, at we are, together. We're screwing around now. <laughs> let's,
0: yeah. let's
2: talk about
1: <laughs>
0: the rest of this trilogy kind of together. Let's talk about empire and the last or not the last Jedi return Bruh. of the Jedi. Return Total bro moment. Um, 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 so empire is empire at the top of all of our lists. Yes. Is it number one for all of us? I hope so. Is it number one for I you, mean, Connor? It, it, no. Ultimately, it's not. it did. It did it, oh, did no. it did. it did. It did. It did. Okay, it okay. is. It okay. Is.
2: But it is the one of the hardest decisions I've had to make. Um, you you'll learn that. Like I, I love Empire. I like, know what the slowly, other movie. I know what the other movie year, is too. Another movie was coming up, and it's, uh, and it's moved up my ranks real fast. Uh, and and but ultimately, Empire is the top of the S tier. Uh,
0: okay, good. Killing it. So we all agree that Empire is the best, for mm-hmm. for the sake of this video at least. Why why do we think we put Empire so high? Because like Empire for me, it took what was amazing in A New Hope, and somehow made it better. It expanded upon the universe in a new and interesting way. It added great character development for all three of our core characters it just built the world out more which is something that we want it has a good story it has probably the most important cinematic reveal in the history of movies in it you know like so many things are going on for this movie it's got one of the best like battle sequences in any Star Wars movie probably the Battle of Hoth is probably one of the most it's probably the most iconic big battle scene the only other one you could say that probably like, goes with that would go with that would be battle for indoor in the next movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like this movie just has so many things uh, going for it. I would
2: debate on something else on that, but it's fine. We'll talk about that one later. All uh, right, all right, all
0: right. <laughs> I'm saying big um, battle scene. I'm not saying a one v one duel.
2: And I'm not I'm talking saying, about one v one duel. I'm talking oh, about a big battle scene. Uh, I don't even want to know where you're going with that. You're gonna one, hate but okay. it. Okay. You're gonna hate it. Cause <laughs> it looks terrible, but it's it's great. Um, okay. I have to agree. It definitely. Takes what's good about Star Wars and just makes it better. You know, Mm kind of like how Terminator did with, or Terminator 2 did with Terminator. Like, it just makes it, it it does exactly what you say. Um, Mm -hmm. One thing I want to say points out probably my favorite character in all of these is uh, Boba Fett. If you don't watch the version that's out right now, if you watched it before, like I did, like, so the first time I ever watched it, I watched it without the stupid scene of. Han Solo talking to uh, Jabba in
1: the mm-hmm. first one.
2: Um, so in episode four, there's a scene. Han Solo's talking to Jabba. It's not in the original 70s movie. So uh, Boba Fett's not introduced until episode five. And it is fire, bro. Everything about that man is fire. Love him to death.
0: He is He is a super cool character because we don't know anything about him. You know, that's one of my gripes with the original prequels is like, I feel like they kind of shoehorn in some Boba Fett backstory that I feel like we didn't really need, which is whatever, you know, it's fine. It's okay. But like the big appeal of Boba Fett is that there's just so much mystery around him. He just looks cool. He only says a few things. He does his job and he's just he's just a cool character. Uh, Which I think is a really cool thing in this movie. Um, Lightsaber fights get better in this movie. Oh, yes,
2: they do. We actually have a good sequenced lightsaber fight. Mm-hmm. You know it you well know it choreographed. Goes? It goes through multiple, multiple uh, scene changes or location changes. That's what it is. Yeah. You know, they're fighting. They're fighting all around. They're destroying things in the environment like a lightsaber would. It's great. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, we get to see so something that I want to pick out real quick. It's gonna be super quick because we're we're kind of like just doodling along here. In episode four, when you chop off the hand, you actually see blood. That's the only time, or one of the only times, you ever see blood come out of a lightsaber attack. When he chops off the guy's hand in the bar. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this one, when, uh... Spoiler alert for this, you know? When uh, Luke's hand gets chopped off, it just immediately, like, immediately fries. It's all good. There's no blood. And I was like, yeah, hey, that's cool. It makes sense. The thing is super hot. It just... It, makes it cauterizes
0: sense. the wound immediately. It cauterize, yeah. Um,
2: one thing that you were talking about, how it has the biggest reveal. I think that reveal is kind of ruined at this point. Like, everybody knows that now. Yeah, like, I'm talking more like when this movie
0: it. came out. Yeah, okay. Because okay. Yeah, when this movie came out, nobody was expecting that. Exactly. And, and there was no internet to ruin it for people. So everybody that went to the theaters and saw this got the movie pretty much revealed to mm-hmm. them. I mean, I can't say with certainty that people didn't get it spoiled, but for the most part, like, this was just a huge moment for movies and the fact that they were able to catch so many people so off guard. And, mm. yes, it's so well-known in pop culture that Darth Vader is Luke's father. Spoiler yep. alert if you didn't know. Sorry, we just uh-huh. revealed it to you. Why, Wait, why, but? Are you why are you watching this? <laughs> but, but, like, it... So, that, for me, was ruined in Toy Story 2. I... I hadn't watched the Star, because I watched Toy Story 2 when I was little, and you find out that Zurg is Buzz Lightyear's father, and that was, and I was like, and I was like with my dad, and I was like little, like small, and he like explained to me that it was like Star Wars, and I was like, oh, okay, and later when I was old enough to really watch Star Wars and understand Star Wars, it was like, I was like, oh yeah, he's Luke's father, like that's the thing, you know? Yeah. I wish that I could go through and watch these movies for the first time. Oh. I want to go through and watch them knowing nothing about Star Wars. Just watch these movies. And I feel like it's such a different experience. And I think if you put yourself in that headspace, like the reveal is amazing. It would be,
2: it would be amazing. Uh,
0: so that's why I think I'm saying it's the most impactful and like one of the biggest deals in all, like all of pop culture in the fact that like it kind of, it even started these like twist reveal things too.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like they kind of started with this movie, but like it carried over into Toy Story. I mean, it's a wow. big deal if Toy Story is influenced by your movie, you know? Toy Story yeah. doesn't have Toy to take Story... influence from any movies. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: so so you, we all Jill? we all firmly plant this movie up there. Why do you do it, Joe?
1: Um, I mean, I've already kind of said, like, focusing on, like, plot and stuff like that and character dynamics, family dynamics, of course, the big reveal and everything like that is the biggest change in family and character dynamics maybe Mm -hmm. in movie history so it's pretty obvious
0: (laughs) yeah so we all have that at the Mm -hmm. very tippity top and then we have the third one uh return of the jedi or episode six uh, if we're looking at them holistically Mm -hmm. where do you guys have this on your list i'm assuming you have it in s tier right connor
2: yes bottom of s tier
0: okay
1: i have it in the same spot i made last minute changes like in the middle of recording made changes
2: so. i also did that so it's fine
1: okay I, so my originally had this at the top of a and then bumped it up because i was just like original trilogy and just needs to have its spot where it belongs so
0: this is where now my list is going to start to get funky so i have my two movies in s tier are empire to get funky our Empire and A New Hope, like boom, boom, like just like that. So Empire at the top, and then Star Wars, New Hope, right underneath that. And mm-hmm. then I have, in A tier, I have two movies. The bottom of A tier is Return for me. Okay. I have one movie above
2: Return of the Jedi. It is. I know which one it is. Do you? Probably. What do you think it is? I mean, it should be um, the standalone itself. The good standalone, let's just say that.
0: It's not. No, it is not. It's not. not. What? I know, I know what it is. It is not Rogue One. I know okay, what then it is. Then it,
2: it, has to be, it has to be Episode 9.
0: No. No. Absolutely not. Episode 9 is low on my
2: nah, list. No, 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 no.
1: I know
0: what it is. It's Episode 7.
2: No, yep. it's not.
0: Yep. Force Awakens.
1: Because Peyton thinks it is such a beautifully made film, and the cinematography is so great. That's not...
0: No, okay, not just that. It's also biased, because... We'll talk about it in a minute, but... Seven was the first Star Wars movie that I'd ever seen in theaters. Same with me, but... I know. And the experience of seeing that movie in theaters, after all the wait, it is the best movie theater experience I've ever had. It was better than going and watching Infinity War, Endgame, like Mm. all of that. And those were great movies to watch in theaters. But for me, the best in-theater experience I ever had was watching... Episode imagine end,
1: Imagine Endgame not being your best in movie theater experience. Could it not. It
0: was good. I oh enjoyed Endgame. <laughs> like <laughs> Endgame like, was. That's NG. that's how good it was. Cause Endgame was such an amazing. End I watched and like, I end watched
1: Endgame and Infinity War. Like I was at a sporting event. It was awesome. Infinity I know. I was too. And then that's if how I had I was if I had any movies to go back and watch for the first time again. Like if I had one movie, I could go watch for the first time again. Like you said, it might be like one of like. That it might be Empire, so you could have that reveal for the first time. Mine would 100% be Endgame.
0: Really? Yep. Not Infinity War?
2: Mine would be Infinity War.
0: I like Infinity War a lot more than Endgame. Okay, we're not ranking Marvel. All right, let's go Um, back. So
1: Um, I have
0: Return of the Jedi. I'm so
2: deceptive, I always
1: slip in my Marvel content. I know. I have Return (laughs) of the Jedi. I have it
0: in A tier. You guys have it in S tier. Um, For me, the reason that I don't have it in S tier. And and granted, I haven't seen it in a while. So when we reevaluate, I I hope it changes. But just from what I remember, like, I feel like this movie to me wasn't from what I remember of seeing this movie. It wasn't as strong as the other two. I didn't think it belonged in S tier with those two. I was kind of stingy with my list. I gave only two movies S tier. And so I bumped it down to A because for me, I feel like the Ewoks... And that whole storyline to me, I just didn't love. Some people really like them.
2: How old were you? I, when you wa- how old were you when you watched this movie? Return
0: uh, probably five. Okay. Or six. Okay. So I was, you're no, te- I loved him as
1: a kid. You're telling but me that you have a problem with the Ewoks as like a storyline and a plot device or whatever, but you're telling me like ten minutes from now you're not going to be arguing that Jar Jar Binks is the best part of Episode One. He is the Tell best me part. I'm wrong. Of episode Tell one, me I'm wrong. And i
0: hate him. I hate him and he's the <laughs> best part of episode one. False. No, okay. So <laughs> anyway, that's why it. I that's why I have it there, which okay. is fine. And that's all the time I'm going to give to this movie right now, because we need to be yes yeah. speeding through these. You guys have anything you want to say about Return of the Jedi? It's great. Besides the fact that Chewbacca should have gotten a medal.
2: Uh that's episode four, Chief. I know, but I, like I feel get like that out of Well, here. I'm
0: saying we're ending the this first trilogy. Sorry.
2: Uh one thing that should have happened. Oh, in Return of the Jedi, they should add the scene where Luke is creating his lightsaber. That's all I gotta say.
0: Oh, that would have been cool. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Eh, what I should have cool could have. All, all
1: right. right so a... where are we going now? Episode one.
0: Yeah, so we're going to the prequels. Ooh. Um, let's just kind of. I think down. we should talk about these. Let's talk about the first two, and then we'll talk about Revenge of the Sith because yes. I think that's the one that stands out apart from them. We can all agree that Revenge of the Sith is the best of the prequels. Correct. Um, yeah. So I have Phantom Menace in D tier, and I have Attack of the Clones in F tier. That's where I have those two movies on my list. I don't know. What about you, uh, Joe?
1: Um, I have mine the exact same as you. Okay. And then I know Connor's
2: is a little different. The top D tier would be, would be uh, episode one. The Phantom okay. that's D tier, uh, top of D tier. And the very bottom of F tier, where it belongs in its trash movie place, is episode two. <sighs> okay, good.
0: Uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad we all agree that Attack of the Clones is just the worst. That was the
2: executive um, decision that I made. Attack
1: to... of the Clones is the Star Wars movie when you were talking about, like, oh, if any of these movies came on TV, I'd probably watch them. Attack of the Clones is the one where just, no, I'm not going to watch it. That's
0: that's what I said. I said that's the one I wouldn't watch cuz I don't care to sit around and watch um Hayden Christensen just sit around and cry and complain all day and talk about how he doesn't like sand and all the politics and it's just it's not a good Star Wars movie. It's I feel like this it doesn't have the Star Wars stuff that I like in Star Wars movies. It's just politics and boring and talking and it's not even good dialogue.
2: Let's go to yeah. episode 1 and then we can talk about episode 2. Episode one, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is, Back it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Back it up real quick. Hey, let's take a step back here now. Episode one it's pretty good. You know, uh, you were saying you think Jar Jar Binks is the, uh, is the I don't best? think he's
0: the best part of this movie. Okay. I think Darth Maul is the best part of this. Movie. That's Binks not what you told me I think Jar Jar earlier Binks, this week.
2: That's the, that's Jar, Jar, Binks the, the, Jar
0: Jar Binks is the one part of this movie that works the best. There's so many plot devices in this movie that don't make sense. But the whole storyline where Jar Jar Binks comes in and actually has like this thing to contribute is the one part of this movie that makes sense and actually kind of works as a storytelling device. Jar Jar Binks as a character is kind of garbage. Like he's just annoying and we can all agree on that. But like, I think for the movie and for forwarding and advancing the plot and telling the story, I think he is one of the things in this movie that works the best because a lot of this story is just kind of like a jumbled mess and like what people are trying to accomplish and just this whole movie is kind of a mess to me. But I think Jar Jar Binks actually kind of works and that's bad. I don't think that's a good thing. The fact that Jar Jar Binks is the one thing about this movie that actually kind of works is horrible because he is, I hate Jar Jar Binks, but that's, that's where I think about like, I think he actually kind of works for the story, and I don't like that. Darth Maul is the best part of this movie, okay, and we good. get him for, like, five seconds.
2: Okay, that's not true. You know, we get him on Tatooine for a little bit, for, like, I'm, I know, that's I'm, for gonna, five seconds, and then we get the Duel of Fates, baby. Come on. Come
0: compared, on. in the comparison to the whole movie, he is there for such a minimal part of it, and he was in so much of the marketing. Like, on the poster, he is the background of the poster you know like he is in the background his eyes and his tattoos he was marketed so much and he wasn't in this movie at all when we talk about this movie there's there's a few things that i think if they would have just modified in this prequel trilogy it could have been so good and i think that's what separates it for me from being a good trilogy is that there's just things they didn't do well one of them is they killed darth maul darth maul well okay for this trilogy they killed him yes We don't see him in these movies again till Solo. So for all intents and purposes, they killed him. I think for the prequel trilogy, it should have been Maul as the main bad guy with the Emperor. He's like, it's them too. Don't introduce me to as cool as General Grievous is. Don't really introduce me to him. Don't introduce me to Dooku. I don't care about those guys. Give me Maul. Like make him the bad guy that kind of carries through these movies. And I think you would have had some like... I think there could have been cool story to come out of that. Have him kill Qui Gon Jinn. Have him get yes. away. Now Obi Wan has like this desire to get him. Now Obi Wan has to conflict with the dark side because he wants revenge. You know, like there's so many cool things you could do in this, but it's whatever. Hey, That's um, I, I've said my piece. That's fates, all I have to say about this movie.
2: I want to talk about dual fates real quick. Uh, the one of the best, if not top tier, uh, lightsaber fight um and it's still it's still ranked d so me being my lightsaber guy that i am uh this story is so bad that it's in d for me like i can't even as cool lightsaber fights are i cannot overlook a bad story which is going to come in contrary to what i'm gonna say um later (laughs) yeah Um, you're you're gonna put
0: revenge of the sith so high and its story isn't much better than episode one (laughs) see
2: but i think it is though i think it is i think it has a lot of deeper meaning that i dig into that shouldn't be dig dug into and it doesn't work but as long as i dig into it and i think it's that way i'm good um but yeah that's the big thing and you got duel of fates baby when Mm -hmm. let, let me tell you something let me tell you something Qui-Gon dying. Trap <laughs> cries every time, man. I'm telling you, it's like the worst. But it had to happen. This is it had to happen. You know?
0: Alright, what about you, Joe?
1: Uh you know, it gets it gets out of F for me and into D. Barely. And it goes back to um Qui-Gon's really awesome young obi-wan is good in this movie their relationship and their dynamic is cool and kind of just shows like establishes um how obi-wan is going to be throughout the rest of the series Mm -hmm. um introduction of young anakin is important because of who he becomes obviously even though as a little kid he's kind of obnoxious i hate young anakin um (laughs) pod racing isn't really good
2: for anything i think no i mean i know it's just i know there's a lot lot of people
1: that really like it but i mean so pod racing it's there
2: can i I hop in real quick i mean pod racing was supposed was supposed to establish how good of a pilot anakin was uh because in episode four obi-wan talks about how he was a great pilot and all this and like a good warrior and stuff and and pod racing was supposed to be like the start of the showing of how good of a pilot he was. Um, and to show that. how
0: he can tap into the force and stuff.
2: Yeah. Like we 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 see that like in the pod racing and then we see that later when he's fighting um fighting in the battle later. Yeah.
0: I I think pod racing is good for the memes and good for that one arcade game in uh, in arcades arcade where you game. could pod race. Oh, that was so much fun. So fun. Okay, so Revenge of the Sith the best wait, wait, of the prequels wait, wait. We,
2: need are, we need to talk I've, about episode i need to talk about episode 2 okay we kind of talked about have, it I, I didn't okay, talk about going? it oh right. my lord this is We're awful. Into it. go off for just this a second this is awful let me tell you something all right hayden christensen hayden christensen love the guy love the guy in a later movie but in this movie you trash you don't know what you're doing okay you don't like sam i don't really i care. think it's
0: george lucas he probably that's not that's not on the actor that's on right. george lucas for being horrible at writing dialogue
2: that is true i'll give you that but he needs to act it better. All right? Second thing. Second thing. Pear. Don't even get me started on the pear. It looks absolutely terrible. If you know what I'm <laughs> talking about. The pear is... <laughs> just, the have just have a real pair. Just have a real pair. Just have a real pair. Like, you don't need to... Do, just <laughs> have a real pair. That's all you need. I
1: haven't seen this movie uh, in so long. I don't even know what you're talking about. So there's a
2: scene. There's a scene uh, where Anakin cuts a pair for Padme and then, like, forces it... Like there's the little force with a fork over, it. but like it's obviously not a pear that enters, and then like you see the fork enter the pear, and it doesn't look doesn't look convincing at all, and then you see Padme eat the pear, and it's the worst thing in the world, like it is bad. This
0: is th- that is peak George Lucas just wanting to do everything he can with CGI. Yes. That for me, that's the worst part of the prequels is just how much he abuses this new technology. Yeah. That he didn't need in the original trilogy, and they were good movies. Like, even though I'm not putting Return of the Jedi in S tier, it's a great movie. They're good movies. There's none of this CGI crap in those movies until they added them later. He's just trying to do everything he can to put CGI into every scene, including fruit, just because he can. All
2: right. Last thing. This is, so I said I would watch every movie that came on TV of a Star Wars. This is the reason why I've watched Episode 2. Battle of Geonosis, um, which I believe is the best big battle sequence of all time. Um, it's absolutely amazing. It's the battle in the arena. Absolutely great. Come on, droids versus Jedis. It's amazing. And then it goes into the Count Dooku, Count Dooku fight. Ah, it's great. It's great, and I love it. It's the last 20 minutes, 20-ish minutes about, of this movie. But it is the sole reason that if it was on TV, I would watch it. Also, clones are pretty cool. That's just my opinion. I love the clones. What can I say?
0: Do you love the clones from this movie or from the TV show?
2: Uh, I'm not going to talk about that.
0: Okay, because it's from the TV show. (laughs) This movie does nothing to make you like the clones.
2: It doesn't make... Okay, I'll give you that.
0: It's the TV show that makes you love them.
2: It does nothing to make me like the clones. But because I... uh, The TV show, I like the clones now and I want to see more clones.
0: The TV show is the only redeeming thing about these movies. Is because the T V show makes you where you kind of care about some of the characters. Okay. Okay. Anything you want to say, Joe, before we jump into the third one?
1: Nah, no, let's get into it.
0: Alright. Revenge of the Sith.
2: Let me let me hear y'all. What you got, Peyton? Where's Revenge of the Sith? I I put Revenge of
0: the Sith one one slot higher than Phantom Menace. So I gave it C tier. C tier? Which okay. I feel is very generous. I wanted to put phantom menace and attack of the clones in f tier and give put put revenge of the sith in d tier but i felt like i needed to space them out a little bit for for my curve so i i gave it c tier um which also happens to be the same tier as rise of skywalker which we'll talk about later okay um which that'll probably change because i i have a feeling i'm gonna like rise of skywalker more than i'm gonna like this one but yeah i have it c tier
1: joe i have mine in a
2: a tier okay
1: i originally had it in b and then i
2: I bumped it up all right s tier baby middle s tier yep i knew it yeah this is this is this is the movie that i debate with on which one's better um bro it's it's such a in my opinion it's such a good movie it's it's, y'all y'all
0: talk about this for a little bit because y'all are putting it really high all right um I, I don't like it, but that's okay. Y'all 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 go off. Talk about it.
2: Reason number one, you are talking about why uh, pod racing was good because of the memes. You got the memes in this movie, bro. You got all the types <laughs> of memes in this movie, and they're they're so good. Reason number two, dude, it's emotional, bro. You you you, for me, uh, you've watched these characters grow in different ways, becoming forming relationships, becoming brothers, and then they they just one instance, boom, it's all gone it's not even all gone it's it's still there while they're fighting and that's amazing that's absolutely amazing and it plays into the fight scene which is even better which a lot of people say they hate that stupid little thing where they just start flipping their swords around and over again (laughs) but it's honestly it's honestly it's so genius and i'm diving into it too much and i understand that but hear me out hear me out you know if you know somebody and how they fight and you see that they're going to go it, you're going to go block it, but then they realize that he's trying to do an attack, and they're like, ah, i got to block it too. Like They're both trying to do something, and then they realize that they're both doing the same thing, and then they try to do it again. It's amazing. Like They just know each other that well, and I think that's cool.
0: No, George Lucas didn't think that far into it. He for sure just put it in there because he thought it looked cool.
2: Bro, (laughs) I told you, I'm going to dig into it, and that's why it's good for me. It's because I dig into it. So you have to dig
0: into it to make it good for you. It's not good on its own. It's only good if you if you look past its faults and make up stuff. Is that what no. I'm hearing?
2: No. Uh, not at all. I just dig into things. I dig okay, into what a do, lot of things.
0: Okay, Joe. You you were a little bit more modest with it. You put it in A tier. Why did you put it so high?
1: You know, the one but thing... But not S. The one thing the prequels have going for me is the establishment in the building of the Anakin-Obi-Wan friendship their brothers all that type of stuff. And then this movie rips it all to the ground and this might be like my favorite third act of any Star Wars movie. Cuz like it it gets going really really good and like I don't know, there's just something about fighting on what's the name of the planet that they fight on? The lava planet? Oh,
0: uh, give me a second. I'm going to think. It's like uh, Mustafar yeah yeah
1: like everything on there i love the visuals of it the blue lightsabers it's awesome i really like it it's like one of the only times to where like i got like super super into a lightsaber battle because normally that's not something i'm like crazy into but like this is the one because there's so much emotion and emotional beats and character beats tied into that
2: fight what i say come on now and order 66 is epic. order 66 absolutely epic Uh, let me say The Senate, bro. You get the reveal that Emperor is the Emperor, even though you knew that because he didn't hide it well at all. Um, you know, what else can we say? You get Padme's pregnant, bro. Honestly, Padme's pregnant. That Padme's pregnant scene where he, where where she tells Anakin that she's pregnant. I I like that scene a lot because I'm digging into it, but that's that's what I like. Okay. Hey, bro, don't worry about it.
0: I do not like this movie. I think the one thing that works for it is this movie actually has a character arc compared to the other two. This movie you see character growth with Anakin. He actually start like he starts his turn to the dark side and that's where you he develops into a new character. That's going for this movie. I wish that was happening through halfway through episode 2. Like they I feel like they put too much into one movie. I think his turn to the dark side needs to start a little earlier. We need I want more of that, right? Because that's what these movies are about. They're about him becoming a Jedi and then him turning to the dark side. Like that's these are about Anakin. And I feel like there's too much time spent in the first two movies on politics and not really focusing on Anakin.
2: We uh, see a little one. bit of it in episode Yeah, two. but
0: but not like they're focusing on this movie. This movie they go all in on yeah. the dark side which i feel like you you got to really start that earlier anyways um i don't care for the story too much in this movie because i just don't think it adds anything for me like the other like all these movies they they're just they're all about politics and trade and that is boring that's not star wars like if you're talking about you like the Star wars and the world-building. I don't know how you can like the prequels. Sure, they have flashy lightsaber fights and CGI, but they spend so much time on politics and trade regulations and all this other stuff that it's just like, that's boring. That's not can, Star
2: Wars. Can we say one thing here? You said that this one... I don't like Dean, or I don't like uh, Episode 2 and Episode 1. Like, I mean, I do... In a sense of I like Star Wars movies, but they're on my bottom of my tier list. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why that's why Episode Three is so up there is because it's Star Warsy.
0: Yeah, like, but is it? It's not S tier Star Warsy. Yes, I it don't is. think there's anything about this movie that puts it above A New Hope. There's nothing about this movie that makes it A tier for me. There's nothing about this movie that even pushes it into B tier. I'm hoping this is the one movie that I'm hoping when I watch it. That it changes at the end. I hope I like this movie more. But I still don't like this movie.
2: This is the movie that I want to change his opinion on. See I think this movie. It deserves
0: its place. As the best of the prequels. Because it is. But that's not a huge accomplishment. It doesn't deserve. I don't think this movie belongs anywhere above C tier. Because I don't think this movie. Is anything better than a C tier movie. The only thing this movie has going for it. Is the end. And even then, there's CGI lava flying around, and I feel like that's kind of distracting, and it's whatever. And it's just, the fight is so extra. Like, they're platforming and running and doing all this other crazy stuff, and it's just like, I don't know. It's I get it's for the movie, but it's kind of extra and annoying and whatever. That's all i got to say. We'll dive into it more when we get to this movie. Yeah. We need to do the sequels, and we need to do the anthologies, because we're running uh, out of time. I see that. Uh. So i'm gonna i'm just gonna i'm gonna list off where i have my sequels y'all can list off yours we can talk about them kind of all together so i have like we already said i have the force awakens in a tier i have it it's the only movie that beats an original trilogy i have it above return of the jedi um and then i have the last jedi in b tier and then rise of skywalker in c tier so i have abc in order so seven a tier, 8, B tier, 9, C tier. That's where I have mine.
2: Okay. So, for me, I have 7 is in B tier. Uh, I have episode 8 in D tier, and I have episode 9 in C tier.
0: So, you have B, C, and D. Yeah. Gotcha.
2: But it, it's it goes B, D, C. But...
0: Yeah, yeah, you have, you have um, 9 over 8. Yes, gotcha. I have 9 over 8. Okay, and then, Joe?
1: I have Force Awakens in A, Rise of Skywalker in B, and Last Jedi in C.
0: Okay, so you guys both put Rise of Skywalker above Last Jedi, and then I put Last Jedi above Rise of Skywalker. We all put Force Awakens as the highest of these three. Yes. So i've already kind of said why i have it high i think it's a good movie stories told well it introduces us to our main characters only thing that i wish this movie did was it put our main three characters together like i wish all three of them were together in this movie so that way through the rest of the trilogy they could be together you know i feel like in the original trilogy our three main characters were together throughout for the most part that's what i really want in this Um, i really want them to kind of all band together towards the end I wish something like that happened but it didn't it has if you're talking lightsaber fights the fight in the woods between Rey and Kylo Ren and then Finn like that's such a good scene shot so well that is Star Wars like that for me like that is a great fight mm-hmm. that was just such an amazing thing to watch in theaters I have that's why I have Force Awakens so high I really like this movie I think it's really good Han coming back super cool hans death so emotional like this movie i don't know how you can put revenge of the sith above this movie because i think this movie is just so much better than revenge of the sith in every way imaginable but that's all i've got to say that's my take on force
2: awakens okay so i'm gonna go in and i'm gonna talk about one thing in force awakens that's the lightsaber fight i've talked about it i'm like I told, told you already, I'm a lightsaber guy. So, mm-hmm. going into it, baby. A lot of people don't like this lightsaber fight. They don't understand why Ray is able to fight Kylo Ren. Which, if you look at it from a story, it, it makes sense. Because he just got shot, bro. Like, the man just got mm-hmm. shot by the bowcaster. Mm-hmm. The bowcaster that absolutely destroyed a storm, stormtrooper earlier. Like, mm-hmm. that man is gone, and he tanked it. Hit him in the chest, tanked it. You know, he, you saw him beating on it. And then people then people are like, all right, why did Finn, you know, stand, like, any chance of him? I'm like, dude, the the fight with Finn and Kylo is, like, three seconds long. You know, he's toying with him a little. Then, you know, Finn gets a lucky hit in, and then, he, then he's like, all right, it's time to go. Like, even Hurt, he just absolutely destroys Finn. Yeah. And then he goes and fights Rey, which he's not trying to kill Rey, he's trying to train Rey, to go to the dark side. He is trying to get Rey to go to the dark side. So okay. I, I think I think that's why it's a great lightsaber fight, is because like you get these story elements, and like that's why he's not getting, that's why she's not getting destroyed by Kylo Ren, like somebody who's done this his entire life, well, is because- And also,
0: Rey has combat experience with with her staff, and so I think that's also like she knows at least kind of the mechanics of fighting as well. So I think that also adds a little bit. Cause we were like, how does she know how to fight with a lightsaber? It's like, I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory. You swing it, you know, it, it is
2: so, self-explanatory. I'll give you, it's a little different than a staff. Uh, staff is weighted in most of its. It's entirely weighted So swinging a staff. You're swinging most of its weight. While The lightsaber itself is bottom heavy. Uh, you're, you're attacking with absolutely none of its weight. Uh, So it is a little different, but she would understand, like, the concepts of sword fighting, you know? Yes. Saber fighting. Uh, Yeah. Uh, The reason, so you asked the reason, uh, I don't really like the choreography in in the lightsaber fights. Like, I just don't think they're that great in all of these, in the sequels. Like, the choreography in, in all of the prequels are great. Every single one of them took, like, months of training. And I, I just don't see that in, in the sequels.
0: See, I just, I think the choreography is better in the sequels, but that's okay. We'll we'll get into that later. What about you, Joe? What what do you? Why you why do you have this movie above the other ones of the sequels?
1: Um, definitely, just think it's the most like well rounded plot wise. Um, definitely not S tier for me because I feel like it does take a lot of beats from A New Hope as a lot of people point out all the time but and it's something that's definitely noticeable but not a direct copy which thank goodness it wasn't because that would have been really bad but um definitely very good plot driven introducing these characters and everything like that um the Han Solo and um Ben interactions were always really cool and then Mm -hmm big emotional climax at the end was really awesome
0: okay and then we have we're only gonna be able to touch on them for a minute because we don't have a lot of time um but the last jedi and rise of skywalker um i put last jedi above rise of skywalker um the last jedi i think it was I think it had a lot of good ideas and it was trying, it was trying to do good things and I think it was poorly executed. Um, I can agree with that. I, I think what this movie was trying to do was good. I think it had good intentions and it had good ideas, but it just did a lot of them poorly, but I don't think that makes it a bad movie. I think there are bad characters and bad sequences. Like all these movies kind of have different things in them like that. Like I, I think Rose is not a good character. I, I don't like Rose. I think we can all agree on that. I don't really care for the Canto Bight scene. I think we can all agree on that. But I think those two things mm. for me don't ruin what this movie was doing and the story it was trying to tell. Um, I think it does good things. I think there's a lot of stuff I would want to change in this movie and I wish could have been changed, which we'll talk about when this when we do the episode on The Last Jedi. Um, but I still think this is visually the most beautiful Star Wars movie. It is the best looking Star Wars movie. And I don't think that that can be debated because this movie just looks so different. It was shot like so intentionally. Um, It's just, it's one of the best looking Star Wars movies, which I think earns it some points, but doesn't redeem it completely. I think Ben Solo's story, Kylo Ren, his character development in this movie is just amazing. And his story, that's what I really like about the sequels. Um, and I just think he's a really good character in this movie. And his character development is, like, so essential in this movie. I think that's, like, a really big part. And him and Ray, them growing in their relationship with this movie, is really cool. I have it above Rise of Skywalker because I came out of the theaters after watching Rise of Skywalker. And I enjoyed it. And I thought it was a good movie. Um, and I had it above, for a little bit, I had it above Last Jedi. And then upon re-watching it, uh, like, last week I watched Rise of Skywalker. And I didn't enjoy it anymore. I, I really didn't like it when I was watching it again. I feel like there was just too much fan service happening. At the expense of a good story. And I feel like it was just like. A lot crammed into one movie. And it felt disjointed. And just kind of like. It just didn't feel great. Like. I think it's a good action packed. Like it's a Star Wars movie. It's got the fights. It's got everything like the fans want to see. It's very fan servicey. But I feel like the fact that it throws out all of episode seven or, or or all of episode eight, rather the fact that it throws all that out because it made so many people upset. It's like, I just think that that's, that kind of annoys me. Cause I think they set up good things in seven, even if they didn't do it the best, that's where I would leave those two movies.
2: I have the problem with eight is because you said that in episode nine, they threw out a lot of things in episode eight In episode eight. They threw out a lot of things that, that were set up for episode seven, like episode seven set up a lot of things and episode eight, just kind of tossed them aside. And was like, this is, this is what's going on. Uh, But but it did that to develop,
0: but it did that to develop the characters and to develop the story, like the throwing out of certain things. It was done to build the characters further and to advance the plot. Whereas in nine, it throws stuff out because people didn't like it. It doesn't do it. doesn't throw anything out to really advance the characters or the plot. It kind of just throws stuff out because people were upset. You know, okay. I think that's the difference.
2: Okay, I'll for me. that. But I, I, I personally didn't like some of the things they threw it out. Like Knights of Friend, I would really like to see what was going on. Oh, one hundred
0: percent. I want uh, more Nights of Friend. Like
2: more Nights of Friend because they were punks. Like, we're talking. They they, they they were punks. Uh, Captain Phasma. I think they could have done a different, a lot of different things with Captain Phasma, instead of just kind of killing her off.
0: Um, I mean, they just kind of killed her off in the first one. Yeah, all they did was just do it again. Well, they they put her. I don't a trash think they should have brought her back. I don't they think put they should have brought her tractor, back. trash
2: compactor, and I was like, okay, put him in a trash compactor. Like you can survive that. We've seen that in episode four, uh, and like you definitely could have had more fights with Captain Phasma and better fights. Uh, especially yeah. with like her kind of being Finn's like rival in a sense. Um I th- I think you could have done a lot of things better. Personally, uh Last Jedi, he, I hate Luke in this in this episode. Uh I absolutely hate him. He, in my opinion, is probably the worst. Like I I, I would um,
0: argue that's the point.
2: Uh probably. But I still don't like how he became, cause like we don't get to see a lot from him between Return of the Jedi and the Last Jedi, um, and like he had grown so much already from being this whiny, no annoying farm farmer boy, which I will cut touch on in episode four, uh, into this like, you know he's making decisions, he's like, competent, and he's a Jedi, he's a Jedi, and it kind of goes back to it, and I'm like I don't I don't really appreciate that.
0: I think that shows though just how much he grew. Like how much Ben affected him, like how much that whole thing. And I think episode nine kind of redeems him a little bit in stuff that they explain, but is like he became really bitter. And I think that that is a valid experience. Like, I think him becoming bitter and wanting nothing to do with any of that anymore, I think is good character development. I personally wouldn't have liked seeing Luke being the exact same Luke we saw in the original trilogy because that's no character development.
2: I also would not have liked that, but I would have liked him maybe somewhere in the... Like, okay, we see Obi-Wan take what he did so much better than we see Luke. Like, Obi-Wan getting betrayed by, by Anakin, like, he killed all the younglings. Anakin literally killed, like, most of the Jedi's. And and you don't see Obi Wan kind of like that at all. Like of course Obi Wan
0: went off into isolation. He did the same thing that Luke did, yes, except Obi Luke not. grew bitter, but Luke grew bitter, which is fine because Luke is a different person than Obi Wan. They're I also different people. Th- I
1: also think it's fine because I think it's fine that Luke handled it the way he did because Obi Wan handled it the way he did because he failed. He failed himself. In Luke's case, he failed his sister and he failed Han because that was his responsibility Mm -hmm. was to train their kids. So he took the loss on himself and on that. He took a child away from his sister and Han. So I feel like him handling it the way he did does make a lot of sense.
0: Thank you, Joseph. I don't think we can spend a lot of time on this. We're we're definitely going to get into it when we talk about these movies um, later. Do you have anything that you want to say, Joe? Because that was a lot of me and Connor kind of going back and forth.
1: I mean, Last Jedi just has a lot of little nitpicky things for me. I mean, you're Mm -hmm. dropping bombs in space that doesn't have gravity. No, it, it makes
0: sense. Listen, wait, okay. I can debunk it right now. There is artificial gravity inside of the ship. That gravity, the momentum that they get within that artificial gravity, falling down in the ship, they would maintain that trajectory and keep falling down. They they start their falling in the ship where there's artificial gravity, so therefore they would keep that tra- they would keep that speed and keep going down through space, which is exactly what they do. Bombs would fall in space I if they fell that. out of that a is, ship with artificial gravity. That is something. So that's a nitpicky thing that I doesn't hold any weight.
2: I do We need not, to address that now. <laughs> I do yeah, not agree uh, with... So, you, you talk about, like... It is artificial gravity in the ship. I don't agree with the, with the ship having artificial gravity. That's my big thing.
0: They have those in... Every ship has artificial gravity. Yeah, but they're usually sealed even up. in these Even ones, in our world, these ones like, aren't we have sealed ships up. These with artificial gravity. These
2: ones aren't sealed up. They're literally open at the bottom.
0: Yes, but... it Okay, I you can disagree with that or whatever. They have artificial gravity in ships that are open like the whole thing is the star destroyers have these big massive open hangars. they have gravity
2: they have a shield in and yeah chief.
0: why could there not be a shield at the bottom stuff passes in and out of the shield there's bound to be something there that's keeping the gravity in
1: Nah.
2: so i don't you don't you, don't, you I, don't, I don't i don't think that's a problem a shield. that's the problem all you right so i immediately
1: i immediately regret bringing that up at all
2: okay so we're gonna, we're gonna move on we can on talk from about from that, that, that later but that's yes. a stupid
0: thing that I don't think that that can ever be a nitpicky thing that people make about this movie. There's so many other things to nitpick. For sure. Um, Definitely not that.
1: The two biggest things for me, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. Rose sucks. Canto Bight she sucks. She's awful. I'm just going to... the worst. I need that to just not exist. That would make this movie far and away better. Um, Agreed. Rise of Skywalker, I haven't seen since I saw it in theaters, even though I did see it three times in theaters. Agreed. But it's been a hot minute. Um, excited to rewatch it. Yes. Don't know how I'm I gonna feel too. about it. Oh,
2: probably not I, good. I
1: I think there's <laughs> a 50 50 chance that it might go up or that it might go down. I really don't know how I'm gonna feel about it, but that'll be interesting. And then I just want to go ahead and get into the anthologies because those yeah, are su- Those, real quick. those yes. are honestly some of my favorite Star Wars movies.
2: Like uh, okay. people <laughs> can give
1: me people can give me crap about it all they want. I generally I enjoy. Like too. I like both of them, and like a lot of people are really big on Rogue One, and a lot of people are really really down on Solo. I'm like really really big on Rogue One. Rogue One is S tier, and I will argue that to the grave.
2: Okay, it uh, is Rogue so One good. Is top of A tier for me. Bruh, I have
1: both
0: of these anthologies in B tier.
1: Rogue One takes a group of characters that we've never met before, and makes you care about them in one single movie when you know all of them are gonna die at the end before you even start watching the movie 100 it's such good writing it's so good the care like character arcs happen throughout the the one movie and then it plays such a cool role in the star wars story as a whole and then you can't talk about this movie without talking about the last part, this. which is, it's this is my lightsaber it's, part, Chief. Bruh, it's the best. It is the best thing that Star Wars has ever put on screen. Is that last part of the
2: movie? Uh, yeah, but it's so good. Uh, you know, <laughs> I disagree I have with to me go. all you want. I don't I, care. I, can't. I mean, I really can't. Dude, I
1: can rewatch that last. You. 20 minutes
2: all the time you hear that iconic just the iconic is, is just ah you know what i'm saying like you hear it yeah. you hear it in the dark and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. the entire just corridor is bathed in red and you know what's about to happen yeah you know you're about to see darth Vader just go off and and ooh, go off does he it is it's beautiful it really is just absolutely amazing
1: yeah for me all all the characters in this one are really good too krennic is an amazing villain even though he was only seen in this one movie he's Mm -hmm. so he fits right into the empire
0: i don't love the characters in this movie because i think they're forgettable i don't remember a single character's name in this movie except for jenner so i don't remember anyone else's name you've seen this movie a lot of times so i know you know them but like connor do you know any of their names
2: Give me a second. I got you. Uh,
0: Do you know the droid's name? I know yeah, that one. Yeah,
2: it's K, something.
1: That's that's good enough.
2: K K two so so I know K2SO.
0: that and so. I know Jyn Erso. Those are the only ones I know. And um, so like I feel like the characters for me, there's not a lot of depth. But they're just C three PO and
2: R two D two. Gotcha <laughs> there,
0: Chief. They got Leia in there. Yeah. Yeah. But so I think for me, the back half of this movie, I love it. I don't like the first half of this movie that much. That's what knocks it down for me if this was like not a full movie if it was just like a star wars short story like you just gave me the second half of this movie and just give me i don't really need the character development to work for these characters like i just you give me characters they're gonna die i don't really care who they are like just give me the story you can make me care about them in that second half you know because i don't really care about these characters i don't think this movie does anything for me to really care about them except for the main protagonist Jin, and even then I don't feel emotionally attached to her that much either, you know, but the second half of this movie is amazing. If I didn't have the first half of this movie, this would probably be a tier. Since I have the first half and I'm looking at the whole movie, I'm knocking it down to B tier. And that's why I have it there, but I do have it at the top of B tier.
2: Okay. Last thing I want to say, that's uh, something
0: it's got going for it.
2: I'll save, I'll save this one for Rogue One. I'll save this one for Rogue One. I was going to do a fun fact with Connor.
1: Okay. Yeah. Save save that for later. We really don't have time. All right. Solo. Solo. I have solo in yeah, I have it in an B. And okay. I know Connor hates it.
2: <laughs> top of F, baby. I don't oh, know why so people hate on solo so, so much. So
1: affectionately at the top of F. How nice
0: of you. Hey. I don't know why people hate on solo so much. Solo walked so the Mandalorian TV series could run. Solo is literally just the Mandalorian TV series, but a movie. It's the same formula. It's the same sort of thing. It's a space Western, Fast and Furious kind of style, space Western sort of thing. Like it's this weird, crazy movie. I agree with a lot of the criticism in that it's like, I don't know how I feel about them. I feel like they kind of do weird things with this iconic character in Han and they're giving us pieces of his backstory that we don't need that we would have rather have a mystery. I don't care about the dice, that kind of thing. But I think it's a good movie. I don't think you can let those things distract you. It's people don't like this actor because he doesn't act like Harrison Ford. He's acting like Han Solo and Han Solo is a character. And I think people have gotten so it's, he's such an iconic character that that messes up with people. Also, I think this movie just has a bad rap because it came out. It's the only one of these movies that came out in May. It came out five months after The Last Jedi when everybody was already mad at Disney and Star Wars. They already had a bad taste in their mouth. They were going into this movie mad, and that didn't do anything for this movie. There wasn't enough time. I think this movie gets a bad rap. I think it's a great movie.
2: You know, uh, I don't remember a lot about this movie. I'm going to be real with you, Chief. Uh, but I I hope it goes up I know Darth Maul's at the end you know
0: yeah that was stupid Uh, which was kind (laughs) of stupid
2: one thing I do however know is uh I watched this movie like twice and something that they did was they they ruined Han's iconic space move where he turns the falcon sideways and like gets out of there because we see him attempt to do it multiple times throughout the movie um and you talk about forgettable I don't even know the droid's name what's the droid's name the droid. Oh, I don't know yeah we don't see him pull it off until that droid is plugged into the data into the Millennium Falcon so like for me I don't see it as him doing it I mean I that's him...
1: nothing that has nothing to do with the droid though because the droids for navigation not for flying the plane so it that's is. invalid it's
2: what navigating is flying the plane no
1: no, no, that's No, he flies it. Navigation is helping
0: him flew get two places.
2: When, when No, she doesn't
0: fly. Yes, he flies he's
2: the pilot.
1: No she she was a co pilot with Lando. But since yes. she's dead they uploaded her memory database of navigation and maps into the your GPS doesn't the,
0: drive your car, yeah. Connor. She's a GPS. Yeah, she what, is a very very smart GPS. She
1: did. She was a co-pilot when she was alive. Now and she, she a that's what makes yes. her a good GPS. And she
2: flew it, and we saw that she was a great. She was a great pilot as a like because she flew it.
1: Yeah, but even when she's now uploaded she's into GPS. the ship, her hands are not on. Yeah, yeah. Right. she is. The she's a GPS. Fine. She's a then how did Han
2: GPS. get so good at piloting? And and we saw no improvement of his little side maneuver. When- he just
0: was learning.
1: Lucky. He got lucky. He, he talks about luck all the time.
2: He got lucky. That's his okay. whole yes, thing. that's is like he gets lucky. that
1: is a Han Solo thing. Is luck? Tell me, like, come on. Mm. That's the whole point of the dice. It's like it, he's just. It makes sense. he, it's 100% he fakes it till he makes, makes it. That's his whole thing. Mm. So okay, you
0: can't nitpick that. I you got to give us a real reason that this movie belongs in F tier because that's so Bro. mean to this movie that is so good.
2: We have. We are so over so i'm gonna go into it i honestly just didn't like it like the actor was fine like i just didn't like it and it, i'll tell I think, you i'll tell you exactly why i didn't like it is because it had no lightsabers bro like that's the big thing <laughs> like i told you wow. i like lightsaber so, fights
0: but you like you like marvel movies they don't
2: have lightsabers bro i like marvel movies they don't have to have okay, lightsabers. Okay, I know.
0: I know. I'm saying so this movie this, doesn't have to have lightsabers. If yeah. this yeah, movie I mean, had this all Star these sa- sa-
1: if this movie had all these same characters with different names and it didn't have Star Wars attached to it, would you like it?
2: I have no idea.
1: I think you need to watch this movie. Probably. With an
0: open mind. When okay, you watch I will. it. I, I think you will like this movie more. All right, I think Hopefully you'll like I it will. more if you watch it just as a movie. Don't look at it like it's Star Wars or anything, you just watch the movie it is and Star it's Wars. a good movie. That's the That's thing, the thing. This,
1: this No, this movie, there's so much more to Star Wars. It's a than Star just, Wars story. It's like the Mandalorian. There's, the Mandalorian yeah, Star Wars. There's so much Where more the to Star Wars than, than just the dark versus the light and the Empire versus the Rebels. There's so much more to it. This is like the criminal underground and stuff like that. And I think this was a great opportunity to highlight that area of Star Wars. That's why I'm so glad that we're done
0: with the Sky, Skywalker Saga. Cause now we're going to start getting movies from all over the star Wars galaxy. We're not getting movies like they're about sp- to go to the high Republic or something ooh, for the ooh. next trilogy. I'm it's actually like excited super about that. far in the, in the like the past, like it's so much earlier, like several hundred years. Yes. I'm very several, excited several hundred that. years. I'm excited for that kind of thing because we're going to get rid of all this stuff that people have these notions of star Wars. And we're just going to get cool movies set in the star Wars universe. It's got With the star 20, Wars man. droids, weapons, ooh. There's going to be some lightsabers because there's yes, going to be, sir. you know, the OG Jedi. But yeah, exactly. still. Okay. Um, I think that's all we can talk about for this uh, episode because we I went have one way more. longer than we I wanted to I have one more go.
2: thing. Uh, okay. SS tier, baby, You know, one and only. The only spot I could go to. Uh, Star Wars. The Holiday Special. You know it had to be there. The best movie to ever be produced as a Star Wars movie. Tell me I'm wrong.
0: You're wrong. Mm- <laughs> chewbacca's dad watches virtual reality erotica um that is the worst why is that in a star wars christmas tv special i don't know it is the worst thing to ever be made by star wars you know what i kind of want to go over it i kind of want to do that as a movie we do this summer maybe we will maybe we won't
2: we got that movie movie.
0: is something it's on youtube the whole thing's on youtube the whole thing's on In hd it's all on youtube it's oh it's it's atrocious. It's so bad. All right. Oh, it's the worst thing ever. Okay, that's all we can talk about. Uh we went way over our time. We wanted this to be done about 30 minutes ago, but that's okay. Uh hopefully this summer we're going to be able to get our time down, but we're going to be arguing and we're going to be talking Star Wars. If you enjoy Star Wars, definitely tune in the rest of the summer. If you don't like Star Wars, watch the Star Wars movies along with us and maybe you'll grow to like them. Uh we'll be coming back next week. With our first like in-depth kind of movie review about Star Wars, we're going to be talking about Star Wars, episode four, A New Hope, the very first one. I um, know it can be confusing with the numbers, but just don't be confused. It's that easy. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Um, we really appreciate it. And we are still trying to work through all this social distancing stuff, um, but hopefully everything sounds good and you guys are staying safe and um, y'all are washing your hands. Uh, Thanks for tuning in, listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at The Act 4 Podcast. We still have that feedback form if you want to fill it out. We'd appreciate it. Make sure you leave a good review on this podcast. And I think that's a wrap.